Good afternoon. Millennium Consulting is running a series of podcasts, during which we will hear about the careers and backgrounds of some of the UK's most successful technology leaders. Today, we are talking with Jeremy Wood, serial entrepreneur, CEO and founder of Legerity. Hi, Jeremy. Thank you for taking the time to talk with us today. Yeah, well, no problem at all, Sam. So delighted to be part of the, uh, the podcast um, series from Millennium. You've enjoyed a highly successful career within the software industry and launched several companies. What made you decide to pursue your career in this sector? I actually started my career in, in technology and IT back in, in 1985, believe it or not. So well into my fourth decade in, uh, in the industry. Um, so when I started out, it was, it was very much the early stages of business computing um, and many firms at that stage were still largely based on manual and paper-based processes. Uh, and in my particular area, which is computer-based accounting systems, they're very much in their infancy. And many of the systems that we pr provided in those days were for first-time users, so their first sort of use of IT from a business perspective. And that was really sort of interesting for me when 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 I looked at the sector, I saw it as a really massive opportunity. You know, it's a very early stage industry and it was a massive opportunity to change the way that businesses work. And it was was very exciting. And uh, of course, over over that time, I've seen many changes in the industries. Um, but five startups later, you know, I'm still pretty motivated to make a difference pretty much like when I first started. Brilliant, thank you. What qualities do you have that have enabled you to be successful in the software industry? I think versatility is an important quality. Um, over, over my course of my career, I've had many roles and even today I, I wear many hats in my business. So you have to be versatile. And if you look at the specific sort of roles and qualities, I think across the, the sector, you know, it, can vary depending on the specific thing you're doing. So if you look sort of generally as an IT professional, so that could cover sales, delivery or development. I think a, a fundamental thing is understanding the client's business. So the clients and the sectors you're selling into. And if you can understand the challenges they face and, and how to make them more successful, that's a that's a really important thing. So that's sort of just as a general IT professional as, as a manager. So, you know, my view is you have to be supportive, obviously, of your staff. You have to give them the opportunity to contribute and succeed. And at the end of the day, there's no monopoly on, on good ideas. You know, we employ good people to, to really take the company forward. So actively encourage, you know, creative thought and input from your teams is a key thing. And then sort of the final one, which is really from an entrepreneurial perspective, you know, being an entrepreneur, it can be a pretty lonely place at certain times. Um, you're, you're pretty much out there on your own. So, you know, un, overall, you need to back yourself and, and be confident in your decisions. So I think very quality, varied, you know, levels of quality, uh, versatility, I think across all of those is, is a key thing. Yeah. That was a brilliant answer for a difficult question. <laughs> Thank you. What are your plans for Legerity and where do you see the company in five years time? Current times aside, it's, it's a very challenging times. However, you know, we, we're pretty disciplined as a firm and we've got a very good view of sort of the next phase of our business plan. 
So we've just finished, at the end of last year, we finished our fifth year. So we're sort of a bit out of startup mode now. Um, and, and when I look back, you know, over that first five years, I, I think we've achieved a, achieved a lot. In our specific area, which is accounting rules, engines, and sub-ledger technology, we definitely, I, I think we've set the standard, you know, set the set the, the benchmark there for the new generation of this type of technology. We've now got very successful implementations pretty much around the world and across multiple sectors. Um, we've got really high ratings for customer satisfaction. Um, so we're really, really pleased with that. And we do compete against multi-billion dollar firms on a regular basis and 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 win and we win. So, you know, good news for the first five years. So we now look at the next five years. And and that's equally ex as exciting. You know, I'm 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 really, really looking forward to the next five years. It's going to see massive change across the finance, finance departments. So finance departments generally are suffering from massive underinvestment and they're not equipped to deal with the business innovation that's happening at, at the front office. So the customer facing experience in a lot of firms have been improving and customers now want really differentiated products. They want more complex products and they want to buy them whenever and however they want. So the channels to market and the complexity of products is far greater than we've ever seen. And that level of innovation is just going to continue. But the back office needs to be equipped to handle all this innovation, as well as complying with the new accounting standards that we do, like IFRS 15, 16, 17, all these new standards and the stricter compliance and regulation. So for us, the 2020s will be a decade of massive change for finance. Uh, digital finance transformation will become uh, a sort of key driver. And we're going to be at the forefront of that. You know, we provide agile, powerful sort of rules based applications. We deliver them via the cloud. They can integrate with both legacy and new technologies in a very sort of seamless manner and, and really give value very, very quickly to our clients. So at Legerity, our, our five year plan is built around our blueprint, which we call Finance 2030, and it really helps these firms go on their digital journey. So, you know, really exciting. We've got a lot of work out there uh, and, um, you know, we're looking forward to it. Lovely. Thank you. What motivates you? I guess I find getting out of bed in the morning quite easy, you know, going to work. So I, I continue to be motivated and have, have through, through my career. Um, you know, what motivates me to do startups? This is my fifth and I can proudly say my final one. Um, <laughs> It's it's starting something from scratch, you know, so I like to take ideas and then see if you can build. I've been successful in doing that, you know, and part of that is innovating and changing. You can't just bring to market, you know, something that people are already doing, you know, you need to do it in a newer and, and, and better way. And then I think one of the other things that really gets me, you know, is, is a key motivation that has been for many, many years is ultimately to create employment in, in the market and generate value to the economy. I'm one of these, I'm, I'm, I'm massive on, on, you know, adding, adding to the economy, adding to the UK and on a global basis. And, uh, you know, by creating these startups and products that sort of succeed and add value, I can, I can deliver on that. Lovely, thank you. Is there anything you'd wish you'd known when you first started out in business? 
Well, I think as, as, as lots of young people coming into the into the industry, whether it's this industry or, or any other industry, you know, you're, you're, you're desperate to, to make an impact quickly and, 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 and you like things go, go, go pretty fast. I think overall, having done this now for, you know, 35 years or so, you know, things always take longer than you expect. So you, you have to be in this for the long haul. You know, business is more about you know the marathon than than just a sprint, uh, where you want to get to, and 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 you you know so you just need to stick with it. So you know things take longer. What advice would you give to someone starting their career and wanting to create their own company? So creating, you know, so it's, it, one one is hard work, <laughs> so it, it it doesn't come easily. But I think. You know, firstly, you've got to have an idea, um, and that's got to be something that um, you know can create the company, create value. Um, the idea to me is about twenty percent of of startup. Um, about eighty percent is execution. So you can have really good ideas, um, but largely about making a successful company is about making it happen. So a, a lot of it is, you know, is is execution and how you go to market and how you build the company and all those things that go go with that. I think when you are starting a company, you know, and 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 I think it's a fantastic thing to do. I think you know, that's not it's not for everyone, but um, a really important thing when you do have those ideas and whether it's products or services, is really to validate your ideas early on, and you have to test them, test them in the market. And test them with clients and seek out early adopters so you know clients that are prepared to work with small startup firms the ultimate test is whether people are prepared to pay for those services and products and if you do get to the next round and you want investors to come on after you have started up they will expect to see um, per firms paying you know proper money for these these products and services so um, you know, so test your ideas and make sure they are things that actually you could build a business on on the back of. You know, there's always exceptions to that. You know, and when you talk about technology, everyone gets very excited with the Googles and the Facebooks. But when you start up and as an entrepreneur, it, you, you don't. It's not. It's not just about being the next Google or Facebook. You know, there's lots of levels of success that you can you can um, achieve within your own firm and in your own your own particular journey. What are the key skills and attributes you look for when hiring staff? So hiring hiring staff is a, is again is a challenge, you know. Um, I think I think at Legerity, I think we've got a really good track record in in hiring hiring good staff. Um, I think overall, you know, there's a number of attributes that we look look for. Firstly, we want people sound straight and straightforward, but people coming in with the right attitude. So a sort of very positive attitude, uh, commitment to work hard work, and to success and the ability to, to work well with other people. Um, you know, specialists will always have their role within within a firm and within the industry. But at the end of the day, the best companies, the best products, best services are delivered by teams. So the ability to work with people is a, is a key thing. And also we encourage people, you know, to come in with a, with a bigger picture. As I mentioned, you know, there's no monopoly on good ideas. We look to everyone at all different levels within the company to help us move to, to the next level. So those are sort of key attributes. 
And the final one, which I think is really important for everyone, is you've got to make it fun as well. So people have to enjoy coming to work. Um, and uh, that's a, a big motivation for us at Legerity is that people enjoy it and people have fun as, 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 they, uh, as, as they're working. What are your interests outside of work and how do you relax? <laughs> well, again, being an entrepreneur, is it's a sort of 24 seven um, type role. And, and that just sort of goes with the territory really. But it is important to have an outside outside interest, outside life, you know, and, and I guess I got four things, family, um, sports and exercise, uh, travel. I really like travel and I'm lucky enough that's part of my job to, to get travel in as well. And then my sort of, you know, my, my, my bit of my hobby uh, is, is old British sports cars. So uh, being of a certain age, I like certain, certain vintages of, of cars. <laughs> It's hard to avoid the subject of COVID-19, which is on everyone's minds at the moment. So what do you think will be its impact on the global economy over the next few years? Well, it is, as, as you say, Sam, it's really challenging times, you know, and, and, and our thoughts are with everyone, you know, that is suffering um, at this moment in time. Um, I think one of the things is sort of, you know, as, as business leaders, we've we got we to gotta sort of assist uh, staff and, and uh, the firm in sort of rationalising it as much as we can. And, and certainly over the 35 years that I've been in business, you know, I've seen a number of events that have created major challenges to the, the global of economy. And, um, you know, they don't happen that often, but when they do, um, you know, then we, we have to react. Uh, most of the situations that, that happen sort of get dealt with within what, what you could see as a normal global business cycle. Uh, and businesses bounce back, so businesses will survive, they'll reinvent themselves. Or, you know, unfortunately for those businesses, maybe that didn't have a solid base um, or they were viable business models, you know, they're, they're, they will, will go bust. So that's sort of the, the, the how we dealt with it in the past. But I think the current situation is really unprecedented. Because so, you know, if you sort of try and rationalize this and you think about it, if you, if you take different sectors like, say, airlines, um, you know, could they have realistically forecast a complete grounding of all their planes? or in hospitality and tourism, you know, they virtually shut up shop overnight. And they're in these really difficult positions because they, you know, they don't have the cash flows coming in, they don't have the revenues and they can't pay their staff and, and the governments are really going to, taxpayers are going to have to really bail them out. So if you look at it, it's, it's, it is different times. These are normally very sound businesses that would survive normal economic cycles. So the, the current challenges, you know, are, are, are difficult to predict um, in terms of what the actual outcome. So I think I think we're in for some pretty challenging times and the consequences are going to go on for quite a while. Um, as an entrepreneur, you always have to look at, you know, challenges bring opportunities and we have to look at things on the positive side. So on a positive side, I think already we're seeing, you know, it's this, this virtual world striving new working practices um, and probably good practices as well. So even even old school folk like me, you know, getting used to working different ways of working at working at home. I think when I look at it from my particular company's perspective, you know, Legerity, when we set it up five years ago, we set it up purely as a cloud-based firm. You know, that's both the software we deliver and, and the systems that we use operationally. 
and I've been immensely proud on the staff over the last three weeks that our transition into a, a completely virtual model in all our offices. We have offices in London, Poland and, and in Hong Kong all went virtual and you know that's been very seamless. So from a client perspective, you know, it's we've continued to deliver the services and obviously from a staff perspective to ensure that our staff are safe, um, continue to be employed. Uh, and continue to be supported by the by the company. So those are the sort of things. So yeah, tough times, a bit unpredictable, but uh, you know we've got to dig deep and, and get on on with it. Thank you very much.